0: to a show Hey what's going on everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This week's guest is a good Instagram friend. We we've never actually really talked or spoken. But we're in each other's DMs every fucking day. Like, you'd think we're, like, trying to, like, court each other or something. But here we are. (laughs) We are on the podcast. So this week's guest is going to be my good friend, Manuel Corona. What's going on, man? How you feeling? I'm feeling good,
1: man. I'm feeling good. Uh, Missing a lot of stuff, but definitely better than I've been
0: that's good to hear man I, You know we were talking the other day and i could just feel through through the screen you're just just not you know i was like damn man i feel for you
1: so yeah yeah, yeah. that last ufc card that we were kind of talking while it was happening mm-hmm. like that was big that was like that kind of like cinderella story just kind of it it, it kind of spoke to me because it's like look dude keep working keep on it good things can still happen even if you're like a 101 underdog even if you're in round five you never know what you got a head kick coming
0: dude that last minute you know so i was streaming it uh off someone on instagram and they shut it off at the last minute and you know i was like well not a big deal like like I think I think Usman has this wrapped up, unless some goofy shit happens. He's got this in the bag, and then, like, mm, it was like you know what? Let goofy me shit. let me just check just to see what's going on. I see him laying down. I was like, that's a weird way to celebrate. <laughs> and there we have it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think uh, he was probably celebrating returning to consciousness at that point.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think he was. He was like waking up, like, oh my god, I'm glad my head's still attached. Oh, um, dude, he he took it straight. You know, and the thing is that, you know, good for Leon Edwards. Um, yeah. Just, you know, and honestly, normally I order every car just about. That was one I was just like, I'm not, I don't know that I'm interested. And then, you know, it's like I'm going to make it a date night with my wife, you know, just just family time. And then um, we watched a horror movie. And like as we always watch. do. Uh, that night we watched um what did we watch it's so fucking hard to keep up because it's like there's so many all the time we watch something on shutter i'm trying to think um oh hold on i have my, my book here because i write okay. down all the movies because i have to i tell myself i'm going to do reviews so i, I write down kind of like a little rating system oh let's see here it's called addicted to horror the movie log book. So let's see. What did I watch that night? In, incant, incantation, incantation, incantation. Um, incantation, and it was a uh, it, it was a uh, in Cantonese, and and so we we had Dude, to read for, the subtitles. Foreign
1: horror, is, foreign horror is like some crazy shit, though.
0: Oh yeah, it, it's on another level. It is. Oh yeah. It's it's almost like over here when we do horror in the U.S it's like people whoever's doing this, like oh man there's restrictions we got to be careful then you go over and you watch a french horror movie or a korean horror movie oh yeah there you um go. It, you know and it's just they're like Fuck, it
1: don't just... get me wrong you us has it when it comes to the, the slasher film we're we're the king oh, yeah. of the slasher oh, yeah. films but straight up horror should have like mess with your mind you're like worried about your kids that horror yeah. stuff is
0: no joke Actually, just before we started recording, I was actually watching the uh, original Ring. And okay. it, it's like just, there's something about just watching horror. And I, I just kind of talked about this on my other podcast. It was like, that Asian horror is special. They they do it different. Yes. So, so, I don't know, man. It's, it's like, I can't figure it out. I can't figure out what makes it so good but I know that it fucks with me and not a lot of stuff scares me It's probably cause I have to read the subtitles. So I'm, right. I'm having a focus. Maybe you're, you're, you're more invested.
1: You, you can't just look yeah. around and just listen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, uh, I'm going to probably after we're done recording, I'll probably just put something on just to go to sleep, but I want to watch the um whale. It's another uh, Korean mm-hmm. horror film. And I'm like, uh, but I'm going to have to read, so I'll probably do that tomorrow night or something, or maybe this weekend. I think this weekend we're watching Paul's Fury, so <laughs> lighten it up a little bit, cleanse the a palate. Little, it's very similar,
1: very similar, but different <laughs> in a lot of ways, but similar.
0: Yeah. I'm sure my wife will be like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, look, man, <laughs> I've been having nightmares.
1: <laughs> It'd be really terrible if Paul's Fury actually gives you more nightmares
0: you know i I've, I've had some weird dreams like cartoon related so like you ever have those uh
1: have you ever had those uh what, what's that what's that gummy that everyone does to go to sleep melatonin
0: oh yeah i, I
1: melatonin have... dreams are heavy dude melatonin so, dreams are crazy
0: i've I, so on melatonin I, I don't tend to have too much of an issue but if Oh, man, if, if I take um, if I take an edible and say, you know oh, what, I'm going to pull out religious there and, 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 and listen to some music. Holy shit, man. It's it's the dreams are just fucking bananas. And I wake up and it, they feel real. So when I wake up, I really feel like I won a lottery and, and <laughs> I fell off my yacht. And it's like, dude. Like, I was like well, what's wrong with you I was like Dude, i don't want to talk about it but the blankets feel so good on my body when I, after i take a fucking gummy and <laughs> you i can lay feel the down the whole blanket oh my god it, it's it's like the blanket's hugging me it's i just i don't know man fuck why am i recording right now why am i not just chomping down right now and just like <laughs> listening to fucking bjork
1: that's going to be our next podcast our next podcast we're we're, we're gonna shoot some edibles and then just see where that goes
0: Oh, I, I can tell you where it's gone. It, it's like I've done it before. Just in the middle of, it. I was bored with uh, doing my other show, and I look at my co-hosts as soon as they hit. Well, I look and I go, "Hey, man, you want one?" You know, he he motions to me like maybe half. They're just 10, they're like baby ones. They're ten milligrams. You know, nothing okay. crazy. So you know, I I break them one in half. In about ten, maybe fifteen minutes, in I look at them. I give them the look. I, I nodded to him. He was like, "Oh shit!" and I was like, "Oh shit is right." And it's about to happen. I, I think I slurred the rest of the show. I, I don't. I wasn't making right. any sense.
1: I need to know what episode this is.
0: You um, gotta
1: to, You gotta bring it. You gotta find that. Post it. Yeah. So do like a flashback on Instagram. Like, <laughs> this is, like, 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 throw that down and be like, "Hey, for a real trip, check out this this lost episode."
0: I'm wondering if it was episode, if it was the one year anniversary episode, because it sounds like some shit I would do. It's like, just, oh yeah, we're celebrating. And they're like, like what? No. Oh, it was a uh, fourth, uh, going into fourth of July. I, I know exactly which one it was because I it was, we recorded July 3rd and on July 4th, I was, I couldn't move. I laid on the couch all day. My daughter was like, dad, do you want to play dolls? I was like, yeah, honey. And I I took uh, Mulan and just basically, like, fucking made weird noises and then dropped the doll a couple times. Like, Dad, you're not playing right. I was like, baby, can we just wait until the fireworks?
1: You're like, Mulan got injured when she was training and she needs to lay down. (laughs)
0: Like My dad or my my daughter's going to tell these stories when she's older. I was like, my dad was such trash he tried to play dolls <laughs> no. though but he just didn't do it right there's there's a there's an innocent to to that too though where they're
1: like yeah but he tried but he was a terrible <laughs> doll player
0: <laughs> yeah it's like like he didn't know how to play dolls right at all it's like well and sometimes i was like she was like dad you want to play dolls i was like yeah but I, you gotta let me bring um uh, dr doom or magneto say like, no there. dr doom on? and then or uh i have um a Thanos figure as well, and I was like, "Okay, it's Thanos." Then she's like, "You like?" That's when it just gets it goes off the rails. So, yeah,
1: <laughs> I guess I guess, I have seen your collection on a post, so I do know that like it can get pretty off the rails with what you got.
0: Yeah, well, well now I'm doing uh, the Justice League, so I just picked up a Superman and uh, John Stewart Green Lantern and now she she's like suddenly she wants those figures and i'm like Ooh. i mean i'll get i'll get them for you but you can't have mine, <laughs> you is, can't have she, mine. <laughs> she wants mine that's what it is is that she wants that those, my figures those are more special dude well also they're already set up too so she's like oh your superman's on the stand i want that one it's like like no like like go and my wife doesn't yeah. want her to have a harley coin so whatever so, like I'm getting a one for Christmas. What's wrong with Harley Quinn? Besides I, know, yeah. that terrible,
1: whatever. Besides those obvious things, you know.
0: Well, and that's what I try to explain to my wife. It's like uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with Harley. Well, there's a lot wrong with Harley Quinn. There's a but, lot
1: wrong. <laughs> let's be real.
0: But when she watches uh this one cartoon, um, I think it's DC Superhero Girls. Harley Quinn's portrayed, you know, she she's the wild student, but you know, it's nothing bad. But so, she's
1: still, yeah, in the within the realm of good.
0: Yes. So it's like it's it's fine. My daughter was like, "I want to be Harley Quinn for Halloween." My wife was like, "Absolutely not." So now I'm like, "Shit!" Like, and then I told her, "I was like, there are okay Harley Quinn Halloween costumes for little kids." The, 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 yeah, definitely. Uh, but. Um animated series, Harley Quinn was pretty dope. Pretty yeah, pretty, well, and pretty mellow. And, and that's one that I was like, look, she can do the original Jester outfit. She can do the superhero uh, girl's outfit where she's basically in like a sweater vest mm-hmm. and jeans. You know, and it has the Harley Quinn colors. So, I don't know. We'll figure it out. And, and yeah. like I said, I'm going to... Like because my wife doesn't like it now, I'm gonna end up getting her like two Harley Quinn figures for fucking Christmas. And that—that's—I see where you're going with this. Yeah, um, you know, it's like it's like don't look if you if she didn't react so strong, I'd be like okay, whatever. But because she has such a strong reaction, I'm like, oh, I'm a spiteful human, and (laughs) like this is why I have to like I can't like. I have to tread lightly because if my wife divorces me, I'll never ever find another spouse because of shit. Like that. You already got, yeah, you already got her, dude. <laughs> it's like I have to hold on to this one because it, anyone else was like, "Oh my god, this guy's a dick." And I'm like, eh. "Well,
1: <laughs> living the rest of your marriage on that line between <laughs> yeah, <laughs> between divorce and happiness."
0: Yep, I'm I'm just like towing the line every so often. I'll like get close to the line. I'm like. I'm just going to tighten all the jars (laughs) and then, like, go to jujitsu.
1: So, yeah, you know. I mean, that's, I see, that's, that's my big thing right there. See, I'm, I'm missing jujitsu, something awful. Like, it's, it's just been beyond a difficult journey. And that's what, you know, it's always a journey. Yeah. But my journey has been, I mean, tragic. You know, honestly, tragic. Sure
0: well i know um you know when, when we're uh, setting this up one of the things you're telling me is like you did uh you know you returned and you know it just it you know like you said, it's try, you know things didn't go go great um so like what what went on with everything going in if you don't mind so, talking about it
1: so i've always used sports as a solution to to everything like, you know, young, uh, I grew up in a different kind of startup. You know, it wasn't the most picture-perfect kind of start for me growing up. I was in the foster system. And, you know, there's things that happened that, you know, would cause a normal kid to be like, hey, I'm having a rough time, right? So my thing was sports. And I was terrible at I was trash at basketball. But as any good trash basketball person can will do, I became good at defense, right? If you suck at basketball, you become great at defense. You like that's I'm going second to last. Yeah, I'm gonna be second to last pick because at the end they're gonna be like that guy sucks and that guy plays defense. So <laughs> that's like playground status, right?
0: Yep, so, I-, I know the feels.
1: Yeah, so like so that was my thing. I always used sports, and as I got older, it became skateboarding, and skateboarding became kind of my life.
0: You know, like I played
1: football. I actually played football for for high school. And I, it was fun and I enjoyed it. But even after football, I would still go Hell Week. After Hell Week, I'd during the practice, after the practice, boom, back on my board, back skateboarding. And I just did that forever. I got a little older and I, had, I wanted to find something else. And then where I grew up, it was really, really popular to do like backyard boxing, backyard wrestling and then when ufc kind of came out it was a little backyard ufc they didn't even call it mma they just called it backyard ufc that that's where we were at that point right and so yeah so i jumped into all those things too and i did like i had some fun and definitely not trained but just enjoying kind of the the way you do as a kid right kids early 20s and then you know fast forward um i ended up getting a pretty bad back injury and it was not an injury you can kind of point your finger like oh well yeah you fell off the roof it was one of those weird situations where like i'm working and I'm as a mechanic for a a a bike shop and one day i just move wrong and i'm like oh my back hurts and i'm i'm 30 years old at this point i'm like this is weird like i'm at that point i was actually racing bicycles i was you know pretty good fitness you know like um I weigh about 235 right now during my lightest bicycle racing weight I was 155. so that's a huge 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 amount of weight during that time is when I randomly had like I was still in good shape I was maybe 170 and all of a sudden my back started to hurt didn't know what it was kind of ignored it ignored it for like six months and then one movement it was like just a twist or something. And then that was it. It locked. I couldn't move. I had to like hunchback of Norton Don, like wobble my way to a bed. And then I stayed there for like three days. Didn't move. And that's when I realized, oh, there's something wrong with my back. You know? So that, that's when it started. And I used sports to make my way back because back injuries are interesting. We're like, obviously you can't use it too much you can't be too hard on your back but if you put on weight it's even worse for your back because you're carrying it 24 7. so i started i i I was living in uh like west covina basically it's la puente but no one knows where la puente is in southern california so i was living in west covina which is a more known city and i found this uh it's like actually it's called hacienda mma And I just found this spot. I'm like, oh, I could take my kids there. That'd be cool so they can learn something. It'd be great, you know? They they had kids' classes. They had adult classes. And I got suckered in, man. Like, I saw the kids' classes. I took them there. And I'm like, man, that looks like fun, man. And this looks like what I – this is what I wanted to do. Like, I want to do this. I can do this. And I'm like, I'm going to start easy. And I did. Actually, I did. I started easy. I I was smart about it. I – worked my way I never got like a belt or anything I I only did it for like maybe a year maybe a year and a half got some stripes though and I felt really good about them because I felt like I earned them and I I was just in it and I had dropped all kinds of weight at that time I was 240 and I went down to 195 in the span of like a year and it was all normal just like still eating like crap still drinking beer but just enough working out that the weight was coming off, I was getting fit, my core was strong. And I felt like I was gonna go somewhere with my physical, like just physically. I, I felt like, oh, I have a future here. And then COVID. Of course. And <clears throat> everything shut down. And you know, um, like my wife and my kids have asthma. So it was a greater fear for us, especially like like COVID now, like people are like, oh yeah, whatever, you got COVID, you know. But COVID then, when it first happened, it was a, it was a pretty scary situation, especially with how the you know, the reports from New York and all that kind of heavy stuff, right? Absolutely. So I stayed away, and the kids stayed away, and I just stopped doing it. You know, I just stopped doing it, and a year went by, a year and a half went by, almost two years went by. And, uh, yeah, it was it was pretty bad, like, not having, you know, any kind of real sport in my life. I was still trying to ride a bicycle, but it wasn't the same anymore. You know, like I wasn't able to get the same kind of miles as I, as I used to. And being a dad and a husband also takes time. So, uh, yeah, like that was basically that was the end of my jujitsu. Until I said, I said, you know what, I gotta go back. When I go back, dude, I it was the most embarrassing shit in my life, dude. I was, I was ready to cry from the pain and cry from the embarrassment. Equal parts I'm, I'm there, and I'm, I'm, you know, we're, we're, doing a, they're just teaching us, you know, the, the, you know, the move of the day or whatever. Right. And we're, we're, we're there, we're learning. I don't even remember what it was anymore, man. And I'm scooting, I'm literally scooting my butt forward to get into someone's guard. And as I'm scooting towards them, I just feel this, this like pinch. And this is you this is my first time back in like two years first time back in two years I'm scooting my butt forward my fat ass forward and I feel a pinch and i tell I told the coach and this really cool guy uh coach chris chris Santos I'm like Chris I'm all I think I did it I think I hurt myself he's like no for real it's like what, what are you doing nothing dude i' will scooting he's hmm. like oh we'll take it easy right and I'm um, I think I could side with you in this because you I hear you say that you're a brute well, yeah that's if the hammer was the right tool every time I'd be perfect <laughs> that's, the, that's the only tool I got right so I kind of said yeah. well let me see how I feel let me roll and then I got carried away a little bit and obviously with, with that kind of injury if you warm it up it actually feels better before it gets much much worse yeah so I rolled a little bit on it didn't feel too too bad it kind of felt a little bit better almost and then all of a sudden i'm like i we stopped for a second and i'm like oh shit, i i can't get up and they were so kind man they waited there for like 45 minutes to an hour with me until i was able to wobble up they helped me up the stairs to get back into my car i somehow made it back home and then i kid you not i was bedridden for a week i was stuck as embarrassing as it sounds like i was like peeing in a bottle like I couldn't move. I I took my meals there. It was bad, dude. It was bad. I probably should have went to the hospital, but I was like not gonna go.
0: That's definitely that brute mentality. Like I, I, I hear you. Backs are tricky, dude. They're, they're real tricky. My they are. my wife, she had a bulging disc in mm-hmm. her back. They were they removed it, and it's it's hit or miss with her most times, but. You know, it, it, it's tough because you never know. There's some days we'll be out and about and she just can't take it. Um and then, and then there are other times, you know, you never know anything was wrong with her. My co host for uh Kelompton, he's always had a bad back. And I always I used to always clown him about warm ups because Yeah. I, I don't warm up, I just jump out there and, and go. Right. Whereas about us. <laughs> I, I I would love to be at that point where I could just say, oh, no, I don't got to do these warmers on the purple belt. Nah, I'm still at Blue, and they're like, bitch, get out here. Like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he, he usually has to – I remember before we played basketball, he would have to warm up for like an hour before he could get onto the court. And I remember, you know, giving him a hard time. But, you know, as I'm older now, I, I don't have – I have a bad hip and I can get around it. But I, you know, I, I, I get it though. That, that pain, you can't fuck around with not warming up properly. It's like, I, and I think for individuals like yourself and, and I, we are our own worst enemies when it comes to getting out there because, you know, we don't like going light is not a gear for us it's like no no i'm fine i can go full clip and then and then the pain hits so i i'm sorry to hear that man
1: it's so it's such a weird injury too because recently i, I was super fortunate and obviously not just fortunate like dedicated my was my wife's goal more than mine she wanted us to buy a home and I just, you know, you, you kick it into high gear and you just go, right? And so we were able to get a home in California, which is right throughout the bat. I mean, anywhere, I don't care where you live. If you live in California, especially Southern California. and You got a home, like you work for it. That's a hustle. Um, we were able to do our hustle. We got our home. We're really happy. We just moved in a few months ago. Well, I dug maybe a hundred feet, a uh, three-foot deep trench you know like did it all the little repairs started working on an extra bathroom knocking out knocking out so if you saw me you'd be like this fool he's fine he's obviously working his back like nothing like he's good and that's the trickiest part about this like i'm completely fine until one day i'm not and then i'm like like crippled like crippled dude like it's the weirdest thing and it's like it messes with my head because I'm like, man, I feel fine right now. I feel good. I should go to class right now. But I know that that full body movement is not the same as swinging an axe or a shovel or whatever, your hammer. You know, it's it's just not the same. So I'm trying to get myself there. And actually, that is why, you know, like I said, every dog has his day. You know, Edwards, man, like, there it could still happen. It's still going to happen. I don't know when. Obviously, I moved now, so I'm going to find out what's uh, in San Bernardino over here. But uh, I won't lie, I'm, I'm following, a, following a local gym. and They seem to have a real good vibe going on, so I might have to go visit them.
0: You know, as the time comes up for you, you know, just take, take it as slow as you can, you know. Um, it, and also part of that trickiness to it is you might feel good out there. It's the slowdown that actually, I, I know for my hip, there, there are times where I feel good. I'm moving and then it's like I get home and I cool out for a minute and then that cool out is where I can't move anymore. And it's like fortunately my neighbor, he has me doing uh, kettlebell workouts with him right now. So okay. on Wednesdays after I'm done training, I don't really have time to sit down and and cool off. Like I come home, I but you know, I change clothes, eat and then I'm out there, you know, in the cul-de-sac swinging kettlebells and and fucking moving around, but it's still eventually I'm going to have to slow down at some point as humans, you know, our bodies, we have to take a break. It's just a matter of, you know, good stretching, you know, getting your good warm up beforehand and both are things I know personally, I'm just, you know, I hate a warm up and I fucking hate a stretch. So, don't be me. Tricky?
1: It's it's no, it's tricky. I, I think like for me, like one of the problems is uh, not. like, I'm not trying to toot a horn or anything because like my, my athleticism is just to hide all my lack of technique, right? Um, <laughs> but Same I've always here. been very athletic, and so I've gotten away with it my whole life. And even when I when I was doing you know VJJ like. From the get-go, I was like, I had some great roles with some guys that were like, you know, when someone's better than you, they're going to push you to your limit because they could easily just say, man, you're done. Yeah, But they're like, absolutely. all right, let's see, let's see, wipe out. Let's see what you can do. Uh, let me let you get this position and then take it away from you or whatever. And, and just roll around and let's just do it. Let's do it. And they're, they're kind of, they're playing a game where they're like kind of playing with fire in the sense that you don't want to get subbed by a white belt, but you want to. Make it so that they have a chance, just to give them that that buy that feeling, like, okay, now I'm in this position that I would have never been able to go against. Versus, like, some like one of my purple belts that I would roll with, you know, like he would let you go in that position just to a maybe test himself to get out of it, and then b to see how you handle that position. And in those positions, there was not a lot of skill, but there was there was a lot of force and athleticism. So when you kind of, like, take that away from me, it's like, oh, man, like, I'm, I'm reduced to, like, this not trained, really, really shitty technique white belt who, if, if you could do a negative strap, I would probably be there.
0: Um. Oh, well, and I think that's the thing, though, too, with having athleticism kind of taken away from you, like you said, it, it covers up the lack of technique. You know, that's, that's one thing that over time with jujitsu, you know, we kind of get to that eventually, you know, there's always that moment where you're like, oh shit. Like I actually do know this versus, uh, you know, my first year and a half was just me just being faster than everyone or, you know, being stronger or, you know, equally strong as someone and just being a brute, just like just trying to run through people. Then eventually it was like, okay, now maybe I should probably learn the submission because I, I, you know, I I think I submitted one person like clean, like I know a few of the blue belts, you know, they let me get like arm bars here and there. Right. But I, I, you know, I'm, I'm confident in, you know, your return. So
1: honestly, I think that I, I miss it enough. I love it enough that I think I will accept it on its terms, right? I will accept yep. jujitsu on its terms. However, I can have it if I'm the guy who's just, oh, I can't do throws, guys. Sorry. I, you know, I can't do takedowns. I'm, I'm, I'm a start on the knees guy. I'm sorry. It's just, it's where I'm at. You know, if that's cool with you, cool. If not, I'll roll with someone else. I don't even care dude I'm, I'm beyond those moments of like well i don't want to do it it's going to be all week you know like no nah, dude at this point yeah. i'm just like i'll take it however it comes i want to get healthy enough I, i'm doing weights myself now but i'm doing it more so just to like maintain the like the mind not even the body i'm just trying to maintain my mind because mm-hmm. there's not besides stuff around the home or working on my car i'm not really doing anything physical my job's not physical. Like I'm an office job, you know. Yeah. So, so I, I, I I'm having a hard time mentally being so stationary when my whole life I haven't been.
0: Yeah, that's a tough thing, especially you know once we get into you know the older years in our lives where we're not really you know again for me it was, you know you got your friends. Let's go play basketball. Let's go right. play football. And, you know, once you get into the mid to late thirties, you know, football, I think fell out like football no, was going bad. for me probably early thirties, maybe early to mid thirties. And it was like, okay, e- even flag football was gone for me, but basketball still a thing. And, you know, even with that, you get to a point where not everyone's down for basketball anymore. So, you know, we have to find creative things for us to do physically, you know, whether it be. Uh, Jiu Jitsu, MMA, Muay Thai, uh, you know, cycling, volleyball, you know, just different things to to work with us to keep us active.
1: I, I do think, especially anyone that kind of grew up with any kind of athleticism, I think there is that about them that they will. People are like I'll speak for myself. I will accept any sport as it comes when it comes. Uh, my work has ping pong, so we have we have ping pong nice. at my work. There's a table there. It's just something that you could do to in between breaks or whatever. If you want, just, you know, let off some steam and go play or whatever. Ask somebody, hey, you want to play? And most people will be down, right? We're actually doing a competition right now, uh, so we're having like a <laughs> like uh, wide like uh, what do you call it Olympics? This is like a tournament, right? Nice. Although we did have an Olympics to be fair, I have, have a pretty cool job. <laughs> um, Sounds it it's it's rad dude it's rad but yeah it's called like so we're doing ping pong right now and you know the the boss even actually just today he bought a brand new ping pong table because everyone's using it so he's like oh i'm gonna buy a nicer one and we're like hell yeah we've got this dope ass ping pong table now like a lot of the people working there bought their own ping pong paddles and that's if you told me when i was 16 that i would love ping pong i'd be like yeah right dude I'd rather play a real sport. I'd rather go. Let me go. Let me go skateboard. Let me go play football. Let me go play baseball, basketball. You name any sport, that would be like last on the list of actual sports. That would not be where like oh let's go do that. Like nah. Maybe at someone's birthday party because they have one out there, you know like.
0: Yeah, like like at a cookout when somebody's got the batminton set out and you're like, oh okay, exactly. I'll play this. Same yeah. same thing. Ping pong falls in that same pocket.
1: Same po- Yeah, exactly. Same, same vibe. But nah, man, I'm freaking, I'm a nut. I I love it. I love it so much. I'm totally into it, and I think it has everything to do with just give me that that option to do something physical and have a compete, go against one other person, like one on one, me versus them. Let's see, let's see what we can do. It's only me. If, if I fail, I fail. So let me get better. Let me work on this, and and that that drives me. So yeah, I, given whatever sport I can get, I'm going to be into it. And you know, if I didn't play basketball for my life, I probably wouldn't care. I, you know, football, same thing. But jujitsu, it would hurt me. There would be a part of me who would oh that would every time you pass by a gym and you see it, you'd be like, oh man, what are they learning? Mm-hmm. Oh man, oh, what are they going to teach today?
0: Also, even with watching MMA, you know, you know, fight goes to the ground and you know, you're a grappler and you see what's going on. It's like, yeah, there's an IQ to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was telling my buddy. Uh, we were talking about the one championship card that was on Amazon last weekend, and like, you know, they one, they do a lot of cool things, you know, they'll have. MMA, Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, you know, they'll have mixed, you know, matches where it's like Muay Thai, then MMA, you know, shit like that. And I was telling my buddy how when we watch MMA, people boo when a fight goes to the ground. Right, right. And it's like, well, then why don't you go watch Muay Thai? Because it gives you all of the effects of MMA, you know, minus the ground game. Mm I don't watch that. It's boring. It was like... What, yeah, what it makes that? no sense.
1: It makes no sense.
0: It, it's just because, honestly,
1: it's just you know, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse. I love the MMA has blown up to a point where, I, I kind of feel upset. If like like last Saturday, like this last weekend, I was like, what the heck? Where's where's the UFC fight card? What's going on here? Like, what's wrong with you guys? Right? Like, I'm I'm I'm, used to, I'm spoiled. I'm spoiled. I want my weekly MMA.
0: I told my wife years ago because like i was watching this i want to say we started watching maybe 95 or 96. my uh, friend he was uh in taekwondo and his parents rented the first ufc for him oh, so wow. we watched that and was like oh my god we were blown away because oh, we yeah. didn't know what what you know jiu-jitsu, brazilian jiu-jitsu was we're like, what the fuck is that So then we watched the next one, same thing. We watched the third one. Um, hoist, you know, got injured, but it was still fucking murking people. And then we took a break. Like, I know we watched, I think honestly, number we watched UFC five. We watched like they actually ordered it and we watched that one live. But you know, we were in it in the beginning. Like, me and my friends, we we watched it, we're like, okay, this is cool. And then, you know, we faded away from it. You know, as life happens. And I remember coming yeah. back to it. Ultimate Fighter is what really got me back into it, which is what kind of got a good deal of people into it. Oh yeah. And I remember, while wow, really getting big back into MMA and just watching every card, and, and you know, when they started doing like free events on on Spike, I told oh, my yeah. wife, I was like. One day, this is going to be mainstream and everyone's going to be watching it and I'm going to hate it. And she goes, what <laughs> do you mean? I was like, I'm going to hate it because, you know, I could already see it when we would go out to the bar and, and watch a fight if we didn't order it at home, you know, the chuckleheads out there at the bar, just, you know, like, oh, stand them up or, you know, just all this yeah. bullshit. I was like, now, once this becomes a regular thing. So when it went to Fox, I remember we're out playing poker one night and as usual, I'm out because I'm not good at poker. So (laughs) I got eliminated probably first or second out and the host, he put on, uh, one of the FX one cards. Okay. And one of our friends he's watching and the fight goes to the ground. He's like, oh, this is so dumb. All they're doing is humping. And, oh. and, and It was just this thing like and I remember Tom was like hey we can Go out to the backyard and I can show you You know what's going <laughs> on Because I, I wasn't training Yet I uh, i gone To a month trial Or one month trial at a gym Local to me And I was like okay I, I know that I want to get into this I'm just not there yet Um and, you know, it's like, okay, you know, like watching the fight, I knew what was going on you know, on the ground, but, you know, the people, there are just so fucking obnoxious, but that's part of what I, I felt like was going to become the thing is, you know, a fight will go to the ground and people are going to be like, oh, this is dumb. Why don't they just stand them up? Or, you know, you are like, no one could ever do that to me. I would just stand up. It's like okay
1: And a lot of that is just people trying to say something for the sake of saying something. There's yeah. a movie there's a the movie Donnie Darko and mm-hmm. like this kid's trying to relate to the guys watching a football game. He's all go for a safety. And, <laughs> and, like That's kind of what I think of when someone's like, just stand up. I'm like, dude, like he literally can't, like you figure yeah. forward his freaking leg, man. <laughs> like he's not going to get on He's going to try to like try to work his way against the fans and kind of Wiggle his way up, maybe, but he's not just gonna stand up. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, like like the, the guy holding them down is redi- like you would you can't even imagine like any it, normal person would just give up right there.
0: It's like you know trying to explain to them that like, there's a process to it, and and you know people are just like whatever I would just stand up. It's like I mean, I, I guess yeah yeah you would okay you're right. I mean even you know just talking with. um you know a couple other people especially at that time they're like you know talking about fighting period it was like oh well you know uh, you know i would just you know punch them you know i just out i'll <laughs> strike them it's like oh yeah yeah it, you it would. doesn't work that way if you can if you can't stop a takedown and this that's just a takedown i'm not even thinking about like if you can't stop a leg kick oh lord you know, it's like you're not punching no one uh, you know people you, you wouldn't get that yeah. far
1: yeah, I, I showed one of my friends just what head pressure feels like against a fence, like, and that's it's miserable, dude. When you when you put your forehead on someone and you press, it's miserable. It's not fun, and it's not fun. It's 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 like it's shitty when they're doing it to you. It's like the shittiest thing. And yeah. I remember learning that and thinking, instantly thinking, God, people get their freaking. Face is bashed in like this for like three minutes of control time against the cage, like that. That's yeah. I can't even imagine. Like that's terrible, and that's not even like the worst of it, right? That's not even the worst of it. That's like at its like most mild, the the, the least things happening, trying to fight for position, but that forehead still pressing against your chin, pushing you away, and it's that's terrible, dude. That's like that's mm-hmm. terrible.
0: I was, um, I remember when my daughter was what maybe two. She was little and we have a uh, laminate floor. So I'm like laying on the floor and I sat on my stomach and I'm just kind of like scooting across the floor. And then my wife stood over me like to pretend punch and uh-huh. I cupped her, like I cupped uh, her ankle, like, you know, behind the Achilles and everything. Yeah. And you know just, it, you know, cause ji-jitsu you know, oh, you're standing over me. Okay. I'm gonna grab there. Right. And. You know, even just as I'm doing it now, I feel how, like, tight my hand is. But My wife was like, why is your, like, grip so hard? Why is your grip so strong? Like, like that hurts. And, you know, you know, we're just used to it being on the mass so It's like, that, no, it doesn't hurt. That's just what we're used to. Now that I think about it, it's like, oh, yeah, you don't know because you've no. not experienced that. But, but go back. Go back to, like, that first when you first started doing jiu-jitsu. Like,
1: remember the bruises
0: yeah oh, like yeah.
1: all those all those bruises on your arm on your wrist sometimes your neck like that was just from people grabbing you just that that grip that people have when they're doing it and you're like oh jesus like, well, like just when i someone, haven't you got submitted yet and i feel like quitting just throw the pressure on my on my wrist
0: well it's just even when somebody just gets a grip and you don't expect their grip to be that strong you're like holy shit like And like that's you know, I'm talking like no gi, you know, somebody gets your wrist and it's like that wrist control is like, yo, how are you control like you know, you gotta really work to get your wrist back. So
1: dude, you know what's surreal? Your first time that someone puts neon belly on you. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh god, dude.
0: So for (sighs) me neon belly for me, because I have because I have the colostomy. I've always been protective of my stomach. So that I was a little prepared for in, in some weird capacity because I have to protect my stomach anyway. So um, I remember the first time someone went knee on belly, you know, you know, I got out of the you know, I was like, gotta go, (laughs) go. stick around here. But, um, but no, I, I know what you're saying though. It's like, you know, it's those things like that, that you're just, That that first fill, and actually, someone did because they were aware of my stomach, so they kind of went higher up, like kind of across, like my sternum. Not yeah, like kind of neon chest almost. That doesn't Um, sound better. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather just put it on my stomach. It's like, look, dude, I'll take the surgery. (laughs) Fuck this! my lung here. Yeah, this shit. It's like I, you know, I've had a good run. <laughs> I get the fuck off my chest. <laughs> this hurts, um, but it, it's like those little things that you don't think matter until it's there, and it's like, oh shit! Or you know, even if you know somebody gets your back and they flatten you out, right? That shit's that, it's like,
1: super helpless feeling, dude. It's super terribly helpless.
0: Yeah, yeah it, it, it's a real fight to get like, out of
1: that. I'm, I'm no seasoned veteran, and by any stretch, right? I did it for. A little close to two years, and, and that's it. That's not even a long time, right? But I can tell you, just from the first, say two three months that I was I was training, the respect level goes up dramatically when you watch a, uh, an MMA fight. You know, the respect level goes up because instantly you you can you can associate it with just some of the minor things that you've done. You can only imagine that that highest level, you know, the highest yeah. level of doing that. Like like if this is some dude who's a blue belt doing it to me, and it's like I'm ready to like go crawl into a hole and die. Like what would the absolute best of his area that led him to regional to let him to UFC? How, how much would that hurt? How good is that? How good is that human being at that level?
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's uh, in, in the thing too, like in the gym, they're not really like going full clip on you most of the time. Oh so no way. No way. Imagine like if, if you're actually in a, you know competition or or an mma fight and someone's really you know giving every bit they don't of care everything.
1: about
0: you yeah it's <laughs> they like, don't care what like what was i looking at earlier um what i can't remember my my brain is all foggy from everything um i was looking at something i was thinking i was like damn dude like that that that's like you know whatever happened It was like, you know, we're not trying to hurt each other, but in the interest of, you know, trying to get this submission, it's like you can't, like if you go for a wrist lock, like when I go for wrist locks, I'm going really slow because I'm not really trying to hurt anybody with a wrist lock in the gym. But I know like I can get the wrist lock if I actually go the full, you know, full speed with it. So you know, looking at something like that, it's like, damn, dude. Imagine if that's just all the time. People constantly going for like heel hooks, ankle locks, toe holds,
1: and, 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 and they're going and they and they're snapping into it and going full gas into it from the moment. Yeah.
0: yeah, and it's like that's cool.
1: why that's why I knew like because you get to know yourself a little bit when you're training. What I found now about me is I was never gonna get someone with an armbar because. I just, there's something about me knowing the other person. I mean, maybe in a, in a real world situation, I mean, you know, hey, you're by yes. arm, right? Like, you're not going to think that way. Just like any other situation that you're just reacting, it's a whole different world, right? But it's just part of me was always like, okay, let me do it enough that he knows that he should tap. But I would, I, I could not get myself to, and if they if they wiggled, 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 and they got out, I'd rather do that than go the opposite way. And push it to a point where, like, oh, use you, you, dude, you should have tapped. Like, I would never. I could, I couldn't get myself to do that, right? Those guys that could, you know, those guys that did it to me like that. Like, oh, I'm tapping now because it's about to snap off, you know. Yes. But, but I, I wasn't one of them. I, I, I learned that about myself that in a non-competition, just a role, even if it's like open mat, doesn't matter. Like, I wouldn't, I can't do it. I can't throw an armbar with enough it to really make that person tap because I would just hold it to a position where like, Hey, I know you feel it. Oh, I'm going to keep going. But I just they'd find the way out. I'd give them too much time basically. And they'd get out of it because I just mentally couldn't get myself to go there.
0: Well, I think there's something to be said about that though, too. Cause I mean, again, when you're in the training room, you know, it's a weird line because you want to train to a point where, you know, you can do the moves and get the submission, but at the same time, you don't want to hurt your partner either. So it gets really, really like, like when we work on arm bars, like, I know I don't, you know, I'll have the arm, but like kind of, I'll hold it tight, but at no point do I, you know, kind of get in a position to crank it. Um, I think the only things I really, really go for in the training room are chokes. Yeah. Because there's time for you to kind of, for the most part, you know, most chokes, there's some time. There's a couple of them that come on quick. But most chokes, there's some time for you to understand the severity of the situation. You know, whereas, you know, with an arm bar, wrist lock, you know, ankle locks, you can kind of get away with it a little bit. I've, I've been injured twice off ankle locks because they just went on so quick. Right. Like, just fucking, you know, some of these submissions, especially when it's a joint lock, you you know, you got to be, you know, cautious. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah.
1: I learned, when I first learned Ezekiel, that was, oh my God, that was, Mm -hmm. I fell in love with it, dude. I fell in love with it. I felt like I could actually, that was the first, I think, I would say a good joke that I learned that I could actually get. You know, like I could surprise yeah. someone with that. And I was like, Oh shit, I can do this. And that was oh that was monumental for me, man. Because because there, like you said, I think there's a part of me that like, oh yeah, if I if if my goal was to get you inside and hold you there, like I felt that I was big enough, heavy enough, and I had enough in me to probably do that, you know? Yeah. But 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 okay, so I'm gonna keep you there forever, like like that was basically it. But when I found out I can do the Mexican, execu- oh my god, it was and something happens you know something happens to you just like as a human being where you're like oh my god i've learned like you leveled up almost you know
0: yep it's it's like playing a video game it's like the the screen flashes and then <laughs> it's like "Bling, level up um, there's uh, you know a charm to it especially if if you are really working for it and that's the thing about jiu-jitsu is they it's earned You know, nothing's given to you in jujitsu is, you know, the ultimate bullshit detector. You get out there on the mat and if you are trash, that's that's the game you're bringing today. But you have to live with that trash. Like I went out to visit a gym out in Virginia a few months back and I wouldn't say I was trash, but I, I, I definitely wasn't, you know, grappling to my fullest potential, but I just felt like. You know, because there's a thing. You know, when you're a visitor, you don't want to like be that guy, or you're the visitor going full clip. But at the same time, right. it's like, well, going everyone's full looking clip. at you like, "Oh, we're gonna show him what we got." Yeah, like they're beating the <laughs> shit out of me. I mean, the thing is, you know, like, you know, most of the guys are going for chokes, and it's like, you know, like, good luck with that. Like, just because again, my neck is weird, so it's like you're not getting in for the choke. Um, so, you know, at the very least I you know, it's like, look, you fucks can't choke me. Um and, and I'm not letting my arms be exposed for any arm bars or kamoras or anything. Uh, so you know, but at the same time I wasn't attacking you know, it, it was one of those things where it's like I didn't want to be a shitty guest. So right. I, I didn't want to go in there I was like just start like And, and whipping maybe there's up some their kind guys. of
1: unspoken rule. Maybe there's like some kind of unspoken rule where if you go to a new gym and you can, you don't really get submitted, but obviously you're, you're, you're letting it kind of like you're filling out the, the place. But yeah. yeah. Then like, okay, like this guy, he proved that we couldn't really sub him very easily. He proved that he, you know, he held, he held his own and then you go there again. And now you're like, Hey buddy, what's up? Like now there's like, a, like, 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 like there's no more pressure of like, we got to show this guy or whatever. And then you can just kind of roll more comfortably and be, be more you and play your game as opposed to like, the defensive game where you're like, I don't want you to sub me, but I'm not here to try to sub everyone either, because there's gonna be some bigger, better dog out there to get you at that point.
0: And I'm certain, you know, they weren't going like full clip either. I'm certain if they really, really want to fuck me up, they probably because I was going against like their their <laughs> higher ranks. You you know, I was you know, I wasn't in there going against you know all their white belts. I was going against like the purple and brown belts.
1: You weren't going against it, me.
0: You know, I, 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 so I did go against um a white belt in there. And, you know, he was kind of fucking dogging me, too. I was like, OK, <laughs> like, and like I was actually trying with that one. It was like, all right, this dude's fucking me up. So it, it means those <laughs> other guys weren't really trying. But, you know, it, it's. It, you know, again, it's the training room, so, you know, we should all be aware, because one thing I always try to remember, too, is, you know, people got to go to work the next day so oh yeah you know we we got to take care of each other and plus as i always say like i wear a cup when i train and everybody's like you wear a cup i was like look man i'm a hobbyist this is a hobby (laughs) so i'm not getting hit i'm not getting hit in the dick for a hobby (laughs) this is not how i rock yeah
1: (laughs) hold on hold on how serious are you uh i'm pretty serious (laughs) are you willing to get hit in the dick for this No,
0: no, okay, you're still a hobbyist. Yeah, it's like, then you're a hobbyist, my friend. Yeah, You know, people are like, dude, I can't train with a cup. How do you train with a cup? Easy. Like, I, I, I sleep very easily at night knowing that my balls and I get punched. Because whenever I don't wear my cup, I for sure get hit in the nuts. And it's like, all right. And I try to make sure I, you know, when I'm getting ready for class, whether it be at work or, like, I'm leaving home to go to class, I make sure that that cup is available because if I forget it, I know I'm catching <laughs> the needs of the nuts and oh, wow. I just have to accept my fate. So, and it's, it's been a while though. It's, you it's know, been I, several I never years. Used, I never used a mouthpiece. Oh wow. So I never used a mouthpiece
1: and I paid the worst possible price once for it. And it was a, a shitty technique rear naked choke that wasn't close but it was over my mouth and mm-hmm. oof, it was that bloody smile where you smile after it. And you're like, Oh crap. You came out. Yeah. It's, I I, you know, I, I told him like, don't feel bad, man. I could have tapped if I wanted to, cause it did hurt. Obviously my mouth is full of blood, but it's not his fault. I, I should have tapped if it. If I didn't, if I didn't like it, and it was enough for me not to like it, I could have just tapped, but I didn't have a mouthpiece on and I paid the price, dude. All my lips were just torn as to shit inside.
0: Uh, yeah, I. That's one thing I refuse to like the cup. If I forget it, I can survive it. It sucks, but the mouthpiece I can't not have mouthpiece. First of all, I'm terrified of the dentist, so if anything happens and I lose a tooth, oh fucking well. Like, but I. I think the one time I didn't have a mouth guard in, there was uh, one of my teammates. I you know, was trash at takedowns at this point, and I got a double leg on him, but when we landed, my teeth clinked together really hard. Oh, no. And, and I was like, oh, shit. And, and that's when I remember, I, was like, I don't have a mouthguard in, and I went into panic mode. Um, so, you know, I, I maintained position and everything, but it was just pretty much just, like, whole position. I wasn't even trying to advance my position because I was afraid of getting hit in the mouth. So... You know, again, yeah. this is a hobby for me, so I, I protect my balls and my teeth. If if it's not a hobby, then those things are fair game. <laughs> I'm not
1: sure that they're fair game, even but not a hobby. I mean, pros, pros are wearing cups and mouth and bro. Like, I, I'm pretty sure that's not, like, there's no prerequisite. Well, wait, you want to be a pro? You got to take that cup <laughs> off and t- t- take, take a punch in the dick. Like,
0: so, and it's funny because I see a lot of teammates not training, like they train without a mouth guard. I'm like, really? That's some psychopath shit. Like, cause I know for me, part of what helps me with like the help preventing me from getting choked is having a mouth guard, like me biting down on the mouth guard kind of helps me in a weird way. I don't know how, but I'm, True. you know, no rocket surgeon or anything, but it, it seems like. Yeah, I just go Bro. brute style, bite down on the mouth guard and say <laughs> bite down fuck it. harder. Yeah, it's like How do I wanna choke this? you more. Just
1: bite down harder.
0: <laughs> yeah, just bite down on the mouth guard and go forward. There's like, yeah, but you're in the guillotine. Like, yeah, figure that shit out.
1: Bite down and hard enough, long enough till the arm burns out.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much what I do. It's like if, if someone is like in a good position, it's like, well fuck it, just bite down this mouth guard. They're going to get tired before I do. Uh, Like, my wife, like, I always joke about is like, oh, I should just start driving around with a mouth guard in just in case I get into an accident. She was like, I swear to God, if you start driving with a mouth guard, I'm not riding in a car with you. I was like, all right. Oh, I could see that. I could see that. Like, like, you know, I like riding my car, but it's peace and quiet anyway. Put on a podcast and just fucking go. But, like she won't, she won't allow it. So like I said, I'm towing the line. You know, the, the truth is I
1: have not been good at podcasts for a very long time. I would start them, never finish them. And one thing changed dramatically for me. Mm. I drive a hundred miles a day to and back from work. That'll do it. <laughs> that I have Jesus. time. Guess what? I have time and I, I've been, i have thoroughly enjoying it now. I, I, I like them, I, you know, obviously I dig yours, but Thank more you. so I dig others too, as well. Like I, I just didn't think I'd ever be the podcast kind of person. I'm like, oh, I've tried them and yeah, if it's really interesting, I can, I can hear samples. I like the clips better. Right. That was always my mentality. Yeah. I like the clips better, you know, but nah, dude, having that amount of time, like, you know, like on a good day, it's an hour drive one way Jeez, on a yeah. good day, on a bad day, you're there for hour and a half, two hours. So, yeah, podcasts are freaking dope, bro. Like, they're, 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 uh, it's it's a a new avenue for me. I can get to check them all out, catch up on some of the stuff I never was into before, and it's pretty dope.
0: I, yeah, podcasts are fun. Like, it's just like, it's a good way just to, you know, it's like audiobooks, you know, essentially. You know, you find a good, like, Radio Lab uh, is always a good one. Um, like, I, I personally, I listen to Joe Rogan depending on who the guest is. It's right. like, if it's, uh, I think he just had Mark Zuckerberg on. So I was like, I'm interested in that. I want to hear what's going on with Facebook and, and all their fuckery. Um, meta. It, no, it, meta, Come on. Yeah, Meta. Sorry. Like, fuck, they heard me. <laughs> They're going to shut me dude,
1: down. Oh, I, I got to be nice to Meta. They just fuck me, dude. Uh, my son has one of those Oculus. Mm. And I had like some kind of random ass like Facebook that I was using and I was like, ah, oh, you're not going to get me and then all of a sudden they switched the net and they're like oh, you can't validate your Facebook account. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh so I had to like See, redo everything. It was terrible
0: That's the thing. It's like I accidentally created another fucking Facebook account. Don't ask me how it happened accidentally. It's just I looked and I was like, what? How do I have another fucking account, dude? So, hey. and I know it was me because I was, uh, I was trying to do something with BJJ wiki and then off the mats. And then, so you like, whore, I was trying to do this shit to make, um, you know, their, I guess, business accounts number, maybe. Yeah. 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 I was trying to co- interconnect and I ended up making a new Jake Dante account and it's like, oh fuck. Hey, um, you better
1: be careful, man. That's the kind of old people stuff that we, we see our grandmother doing. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, how many grandmas do you know? They have like seventeen Instagrams.
0: Dude, my mom has at least five Facebook accounts. We um, we have the
1: password. They're like, fuck it, i to make another
0: one. I I don't know because her and her husband every so often I get a new friend request from them. I still <laughs> yeah. reject. I reject them all. This is like <laughs> it's all but, suspicious now. Yeah, well, I, I well I told them it's like, look, it's not my fault that you don't know how to use this. So. <laughs> I'm friends with the first one, and that's all there is. I'm not (laughs) gonna be friends with the other five.
1: (laughs) If you want to be my friend, you gotta go find your old (laughs) password.
0: Yeah, it's like, well, we want to see pictures of Sophie. I don't put pictures of Sophie on fucking Facebook anyway. So you're barking up the wrong tree. You may as well just shoot me a text and say, "Hey, can you send me pictures of the kid?" I'm like, "Yeah, I got a whole fucking folder of them. Like, I, you know, I, I, I dump them off to my my mom and my sister like drugs." I'll send like, ten <laughs> pictures every, like, two months. Like, here's your fix. Here's your fix. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Um But, yeah, it's, like, listen to, you know, the different podcasts out there. It, it can be a lot of fun. Um, I, like, and even, like, you know, doing my own podcast, it's, like, oh, okay. Well, it, like, it's therapy for me. It's I can feel that. It helps me. But like, so like I started up during COVID because the big thing for me is like, you know, when you can see your friends, I was like, well, shit, I need to figure out a way to connect. So all my friends who had podcasts, I would listen to all their podcasts, you know, Mm -hmm. so I had some sort of connection with them there. You know, we'd still message each other and call and stuff too, but, you know, you know, not spending all your time talking to them like that. So it's like, all right, well, and I'd already want to start a a podcast. Yeah. 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 Um, like at, at this, like with off the mats, I actually started jujitsu because I wanted to start a podcast like years really? and years ago. Well, cause I wanted to start an MMA podcast, but I didn't want to like have a uh, MMA podcast and not know what was going on on the ground. So I was like, right. let me take jujitsu and kind of get a base. Then I fell in love with jujitsu, said, fuck that podcast and stuck with jujitsu <laughs> for like years. And then when COVID hit, I was like, all right, let's do this podcast now. I I've gotten, you know, all this free time. And, right. and honestly, I didn't think like, you know, I'm on two years now, just over two years now. I honestly didn't think I was going to make it more than a month because when I started, i you know, I'm like talking to people trying to get people to be guests. And I had people backing out because my only rule with podcasts, and this is all three of them is they have to release on schedule. So if it's a weekly show, it has to release every week, no matter fucking what you find a way to make it happen. The horror podcast is twice a month. So it's every, uh, first and third Friday or yeah, every first and third Friday of the month, no matter what, make it happen, like find a way to make it happen. You know, that's kind of my promise to myself is if I'm going to do these episodes, if I'm going to commit to them, commit. But also with that commitment is, you know, don't miss a week. Um, right. I I had one friend, she was doing a mental health podcast. And I, you know, I was with her on that. told so I was like, look, you let me know if you need guests, I will find you guests. If you need topics, I will find you topics. But you got to release one every week. And she started off pretty good. And then. You know, she kind of um, fell out of it. And, and I understand it it's, it. it's a lot of work, but it's not a lot of work. I, I don't know how to describe it.
1: I I dabbled. So so I can, I can tell you, yes, definitely. It is a lot of work and it's not a lot of work. I think it's a lot of pressure to just start. And once you yeah. hit record, I think it's easy. But everything <laughs> up until that moment is very, very hard
0: yeah it's like well it's even like i told you like before we started recording it's like look man i have questions written down but sometimes i just say let's just fucking talk and i don't know which one's going to happen until i hit record so you know i there's this weird pressure on myself to kind of figure out okay what am i offering for the episode number one but then number two it's like you know with the guest depending on who the guest is and I've been very fortunate that everyone that I recorded with, um, especially recently, it's just, everyone's been fucking great. Cause like, I, I can say this for off the mats, the big thing to this show that really makes a roll, you know, it's the guests, you all as guests, you come on and, 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 you know, we have a good conversation. Whereas if, you know, I come like, if I, I've had only one guest that I can say personally, I felt like wasn't really a good guess. And that's also on the host too. So I wasn't great as but a but host. But it's tricky because
1: I know that when I was trying to get uh, content for like the bicycle stuff I was doing, I mm-hmm. met some people that were super dope. They knew about cycling. They they lived it. They, they're like, dude, this I would love to sit down and just talk to this person. Hit record and it'd be amazing. But then you press that button. Sometimes the person that they are doesn't translate. They just it doesn't work sometimes, and it's the weirdest thing. Like it's just odd, but it's but it happens.
0: I had someone actually. I never had her on, but like she made a very interesting point about uh, recording the podcast. And I I, I, I'm sad now because I never got to have her on the show. We tried to get together, but. we just kept rescheduling. I was like, all right, I got to move on. But she was like, as we're talking about trying to set up, um, she was like, I'm not really sure, you know, what to talk about. She, she had all these fascinating topics, you know, to talk about in areas of expertise. And, um, one thing that she said was like, well, you know, I think ultimately it should be fine because when you have people on as guests, people love to talk about themselves. So I was like, you're right. Like, we do, like I, you know, shit. I've been <laughs> interviewed for my own aspect, show.
1: I think that's like the yeah. therapy aspect of it. Like you're just getting, you're able to just speak your mind, speak your piece, and just kind of like go. And and I think that's the therapeutic part of it. Like, and that might be why podcasts are so successful and interesting. Because honestly, yeah, the actors are cool and movies are cool, all that jazz. But when you're hearing a human being just talk, that's that's the really exciting part. If you relate in any way as a human being.
0: Like that's what makes it fun and for the most part it's unfiltered so you know i mean you've listened to kalampton i mean we yeah we exactly. don't edit that we so just that was, like,
1: i do that was my first experience you guys even though i met you through like you know jujitsu and and uh, all the instagram stuff that we did there like that was actually the first podcast i listened to and i was like oh shit, this is this is really rad i mean here like, and it's just shooting the shit. like that's like that's my bread and butter right there
0: yeah i mean and that's how it came about steve was a guest on episode seven on here and he came back for the hot ones episode because he can't taste spice like you give him the hottest spice he can't taste it does not affect him that's weird and, and yeah so like uh my teammate wanted to do this and i was like okay i'm gonna bring my buddy on and i didn't tell him so my buddy he's just going through all the sauces without flinching and eventually, I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna tell you he he can't taste the spices." And then after that episode, <laughs> um, I texted my buddy and I said, so "I was like, dude, you want to do a podcast?" He was like, "Fuck yeah!" I was like, "All right." He was like, "And you know, we didn't really have a base or a topic. We were just like, we're just we, we've been friends for 30 years, so it's like, like, let's just with, hit record." With the friendship and
1: talk. of 30 years, yeah, I think a friendship of 30 years is the key there because that's what you. But I that's what I noticed, right? What I noticed was there was the chemistry there, and it, it worked. And you're talking about beer, you're talking about movies, but you're not really talking about the beer, and you kind of talk yeah. about the movies. But it's not like it's like that's the reason you're meeting because you're gonna have beer and talk about movies. But that's not the yeah. reason why I listen, and it's not. I don't even think that's the reason why you guys meet. You know, like like yes, that's the idea, but it just like 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 you said, it's friends for thirty years, having a great rapport.
0: Yeah, and, and I think that's the key thing to it is just, you know, there is really no, um, objective, you know, like we initially called it, we initially called it adios pantalones, which I was (laughs) like, my, my wife was pissed. She was like, that is so stupid. And every time I said (laughs) it, she was like, that is the dumbest name. Then I go back to my buddy. We were on a uh, basketball team together. And one of the teams that it was called Colompton, Colompton Mafia. So, um, I said, was like, dude, there's no reason we shouldn't be using Colompton. And we were like, we brainstormed some ideas. It was like, we could do Colompton social club. I was like, perfect. And, um, I think his concern though, is like, he was like, nobody knows what this is. So we need to kind of give a. A reference, and so he's like, let's do Colompton. He was like, let's call it Beer Club. he was like, dude, we got to keep Colompton, we have to at least keep yeah. Colompton because that's your brand. Like, because anyone could make a, a podcast called Beer Club, right? But if you do Colompton Beer Club, that is your thing. Now, I think the problem is, as I'm looking at our social media, the issue is, it's like, we aren't just like, I don't. When I repost, I don't repost stuff about beer. He does the beer posts, and, and those things are fucking awesome. Like everything that he right, posts right. about the beers, he's got all the info. That's great. But it's like the shit that I post is like, look, man, I'm just looking at the internet, you know. And yeah, because sometime- well, that's that's the trip you're taking though, because it's based again.
1: You guys are meeting up, from my understanding. It, I get to be totally wrong. This is an outsider's opinion, right? But yeah, this yeah. is what I get from the other side of it, right? Not from the making of it, but this is from the listening of it. It's like you guys you show up and you're like, all right, well, we got these beers and we're going to talk about a few movies we watched. And then everything yeah. else that happens is just life. And yeah. Yeah. life does revolve, especially you and I can say that life for us, like the whole reason we started talking revolved around memes, this funny yeah. shit that we found or we'd share or whatever. And that was, that, that was, that was enough to just get a couple laughs. Maybe it's how simple the guys are, maybe, but <laughs> <laughs> but it, it didn't take much more than that for me to be like, yeah, hey, this guy's cool. Like, and, and that's the vibe I feel when I'm listening to you guys is you guys are just literally, as the show's going on and as you do start to mention, like, oh, yeah, and here's the beer, by the way. Or, okay, this and, this and boom, right back into, like, okay, so I check this out. I was living this, and this happened. And it was like, oh, dude, this is like, it, it feels like you're a fly on the wall with two dudes who are, like, legit friends.
0: Like, that's the funny thing too is that we forget that we're reviewing the beer sometimes we'll start the review and then we'll jump to another topic and then we're like oh shit we're supposed to review this beer like it, it's like you know. and I always tell him like it, that's my most fun podcast to do because it's just me getting to be silly and it's just us being friends whereas this is fun because I get to talk to different people but there is some restraint to some degree because it's like i still cuss and i still say fucked up things but there is just like i i like to say things make him uncomfortable too Like <laughs> that, i make that, it that a point, friendship
1: though that's that friendship
0: <laughs> with those episodes and then i do um, an episode on here called um off the mats nerdcast with my friend marilyn phil and with marilyn phil I do the same thing. I will just say random shit to make him like super uncomfortable. But we still talk about comic books and like comic book movies. But I make sure to start saying things because, you know, it's like I like to see people's reactions to things, but like not in like a bad way. Like I'm not going to like, you know, ask an uncomfortable question to get a reaction out of you. You know, I might say as we're talking about wanda vision or falcon and winter soldier you know i might say something completely like out of the park that just has nothing to do with it but it still is loosely connected but definitely inappropriate and and just to get phil's reaction also i know like not many people listen to those episodes so i could say some fucked up shit, and it won't <laughs> be a lot of backlash whereas when i say <laughs> some fucked up shit on these episodes there's gonna be backlash because I was like, oh my god, Dante's like oh, damn. misogynistic. You put you put me on the backlash podcast. <laughs> like, I don't
1: know. Now I'm worried. Like, we've been we've been chatting for a while, and for the first time, I'm worried. I'm on the backlash
0: podcast. No, no. <laughs> like, we're 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 in a safe zone right now. This okay. this is episode okay, one. Okay. Once we get to our like second or third episode i think that'd be the point i was like okay so look man well this is what we're gonna have to do man (laughs) like we're gonna have to put this on one of the other episodes because like i feel like we said some things that probably shouldn't get like aired like and that's the thing like when i edit stuff i try not to like especially with colompton i don't edit that at all i just right i've edited it twice because i know i said I said some things where I was like, okay, that's <laughs> oh, no, no, that no, was no. too far. <laughs> that was way too far. I need to take that out. And then with this one, if I edit, well, I do edit, but what what I do when I edit this one is um like I, I just had an episode two episodes ago. Um, as we're talking, I went into some personal stuff and I was like, I'm gonna edit all that out. But mm-hmm. because we're recording Through StreamYard I can't stop the, the recording I think I can right. But I don't know I'm not sure I'm not going to fucking test it though So I was like I know that I can edit it out And then I had um, a police officer on, on an episode a while back And he told me a story And I was like He was like Could you Can you pause this Or um I was like I can't pause But I promise you I won't uh, I'll you edit do. out the yeah. story And you know, it, it wasn't anything horrible. I just think he felt better not having the story out there. I I think the story would have been fine, you know, like in retrospect. But just to be respectful, that's uh, fair. But actually, I need to reach out to him because, I, like, I, the police knocked on my door the other night. So i I need to um I need to get on, get him on here. We need to talk about that, and then also uh, just a lot of stuff going on in the media. So I, I need to get his opinion on it. I need a, a, a police officer's opinion on some things. Um, But but yeah, as far as like just podcasting and listening, I do appreciate you, Um, you know, picking up the show. Like I, I always tell people, again, the big thing for doing any of this is as I sit here and ramble if I can make people feel like you said, you feel like you're a fly on the wall. If I could do it in a way where i make you feel like you're part of the conversation, you're part of the environment. Then I feel like that's all I'm looking to do. Like I, I don't do any podcasts in a way where I'm trying to educate people. Cause I don't really know shit. I know a lot of yeah. different things that aren't expert things. It's just, I know a lot of weird, bizarre facts Like when I did a horror podcast, I don't do that from a position of, I'm going to teach you about horror movies. No, I'm just sitting down with some friends talking shit and like podcasts are conversations that people get to listen in on. That's all it is. Yeah.
1: I I love that. That's exactly it. And that's rad. That's super rad because what I didn't know that podcasts would do for me was they actually keep me more awake than music. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I was, I would, I would have sworn to you if someone, like when my wife would listen to podcasts and we'd be driving to like Texas or whatever, like, I'm like, man, dude, I got to put some music on because that's going to put me to bed, but it's because it wasn't my podcast. Right. Like, yeah. so just hearing people talk, that's what to make you go to sleep. But if you're actually interested in what they're saying and it's like, I guess like your vibe, right. If it's your yeah, vibe, no. like then, then it's good. Then like, you won't go to sleep. You're, 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 you're invested. You know you're invested and and that's what's rad like i that's kind of like for sure for me like the big appeal to you know things you're doing and a few other stuff i follow you know it's like i'm already invested just because okay har not my thing my wife loves it right so that's that's her thing she's she's a believer you know like there's one show that my wife likes and my son likes it too it's um shoot what was it man it's like this one guy who like totally believes it the other guy was like totally against it, and it's like and they have a funny show, right? It's a, it's a funny show. I started off on YouTube, and then like someone bigger picked it up. Um, hmm. but that's like my wife and I, like, she's like, Oh, great! So basically, she always says, I'm the one's gonna die because you're not a believer, so they're gonna kill me, and <laughs> you're gonna be fine. And like, I,
0: this feels familiar. I like, I, I... Like, I don't know, like, I'm like thinking like, huh, that sounds familiar. That sounds like something I know.
1: Yeah, man, I, I'm terrible with this stuff. So my memory is just crap. But it's these two dudes, it's just talk, right? And that's my wife and I, like, we'll go somewhere and she's like, I saw something. I'm like, it's the light. You can see it right there, it's reflecting. And she's like, okay, but I don't think it was that light. I'm like, it's right there. I can still see it, it's right there. <laughs> And we'll just we'll just bicker about it. Like she was like, "Did you see that?" "No, yeah, I did." it's like, "What was that? Was that an alien?" I'm "Like, no, no, it was not. <laughs> it's part of the ghetto bird flying around."
0: <laughs> "Like, yeah, it, it, it's some of those things. It like that. I don't know. There's sometimes you know you'll see something. It's like I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just too grounded. <laughs> so I see some. Ah, there's got to be explanation for that." You know, it's like, like, there's always an explanation, I think, but there, there are many people who are like, Nope, n- no, this is what I saw. This is what I believe. And it's like, okay,
1: you well, look, I, man. I, I can't even say I'm a non-believer. I could just say, I haven't seen anything to believe in. it. Exactly.
0: That's I, I actually just said that on the horror podcast, like okay. there's a, mu- a movie, uh movie called room, uh, 1408 with uh John Cusack and oh I think I might watch that holy shit where am I where are my DVDs I'm gonna have to go old school on this I'm gonna have to actually get a fucking the DVD media. dude yeah man I, I gotta go physical media tonight um Got but on the it, like, <laughs> like I don't even know if the fucking DVD players plugged in like I haven't used that thing in fucking years but um but he's like talk about ghosts and he's like it's not that I don't believe in ghosts it's just that I haven't seen one And I said that on, uh, the, the most recent, um, uh, so you like horror podcasts and my guest like she didn't get mad at me, but you know, she did give me a hard time about it. And it's like, look, I'm not saying I don't believe it's just, you know, I, I need hard evidence. Like I talked about the basement at my house is creepy at times. And like, so I'm recording in my bedroom right now because my wife works at night. So if like she's home, like part of like, uh, like we were supposed to record last Friday, you and I, like I wasn't feeling well, but also like I would have been sitting in the basement where it's fucking creepy. (laughs) So now I got like a stomach ache and I'm in a fucking spooky basement. And you know, my guest she gave me a hard time about that. She was like, you've already said that the basement's creepy.
1: No, no, no. There's a big difference between fear and believing in a ghost. Like yeah. I don't have to believe in a ghost to be scared that I'm in a dark room where I can't see shit. Like that—that's different. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. Like i know is it a ghost or a roach? Either way, I'm a little bit scared. You know, like that doesn't mean I believe in the, that. I don't believe there's a roach there. I don't believe there's a ghost there. But yeah, either but way, the anxiety, Fuck, of the, the anxiety of the situation—the anxiety of the situation—makes you fearful, and that's that, that's totally different than believing in ghosts. So yeah. I, I yeah. I'd have to disagree, but. And, and, and not to hate on them, because again, my wife thoroughly, thoroughly believes,
0: she thoroughly yeah, so, believes in so my wife as well. So, and, and, you know, and, you know, my wife gives me a hard time because I'm into like parallel worlds and like time travel. And she's like, do you, you believe in that? I was like, well, it's not so much that I believe in it. I hope that is real, <laughs> you know, right. But you know, and she's like, "But you don't believe in ghosts." I was like, "Well, here, let's agree to disagree. Maybe the ghost realm is just a parallel universe." She was oh. like, "I'll take it." <laughs> I was like, "All right,
1: it. that was a win. That was a win for her. Yeah. She's awesome." She was... You walked away, and she's like, "Lipping, he believes in
0: ghosts." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> like we're both like, "All right, I got them." It's like, <laughs> meanwhile, it's like nothing was accomplished. Uh, no, I, no, I still no. talk my shit. Actually, my wife told me, she was like, I listened to your podcast the other day. I was like, I was like, holy shit, which one?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're in trouble.
0: Yeah. She was like, I listened to the one, you know, uh, you know, about the uh, haunted house. I was like, oh, okay. Whew. Okay. Safe, safe, safe. Like, yeah, because I have to think Because like Kalampton, I've been saying some shit i was saying some wild shit So I have to like, well, I don't know Which one you listen to Kalampton? She, she, my wife actually told me she stopped listening to the podcast She was like, your voice is so soothing So it puts me to sleep I was like, you can just say born You can tell me I'm born We've been married, <laughs> you know, forever So you can just tell me I'm dude, born dude, dude, I'm not going to be on,
1: Hold on, hold on
0: Have
1: you been married forever? And she called your voice soothing? You, you take that as a win, sir Take that for the <laughs> it, win that it is
0: yeah, exactly. It's like you know, it's like, oh, my voice is soothing. She's like, yeah, put, you know, it puts me to sleep. I was like, that's called born, sir. Like, you just call me born. It's okay. I'm not bro. gonna be hurt.
1: In, in an alternate universe, it's just soothing. <laughs> <laughs> See, full circle, right back to right back to your yeah. agreement to disagree.
0: In an alternate universe, she was like, dude, I fucking can't stand your voice. It's oh, like, dude, you know, she's like, all right, well, that's fine. That's why we're here. Like I'm like yeah sure
1: wife ultimate universe but
0: we're still married
1: in that universe too,
0: yeah it's like it's like yeah, it's like like are we still married in that ultimate universe yeah oh, barely because fucked up <laughs> voice like I hate your Damn. voice and I was like oh Jesus Christ oh okay that's fine about do I still do podcasts no because your voice is shit well, I don't want to live in that universe
1: <laughs> you're a, you're she's all, but you're a writer
0: <laughs> yeah well I used to write. <laughs> I used to write a lot, but then I stopped because I was just like, I think part of it is I was lazy, like like there's a lot of effort that goes into writing, whereas I could just turn on the microphone and start talking. It's like, oh, yeah, this is a lot easier than writing. So that's probably why my, uh, my horror movie journal book is like, it just has the movie title, but no other shit in it because I'm lazy. So... <laughs>
1: you're at some point you're like i got scared
0: he's <laughs> <It's> like how <laughs> like, like how did you like listen. this movie it was scary like mm-hmm. you said that for all of them it was well, scary <laughs> yeah like really yeah. fuck you want it was not bridget jones's fucking diary like
1: right
0: like, really relax although I,
1: also be scary
0: i was gonna say I, I feel like that movie's terrifying in some way like, <laughs> Boy, what's it? Now let me sing a song.